recorded live from the mats of Radical MMA in New York City, the Martial Culture Podcast. Your source for in-depth combat sports and martial arts insights with, with Coach, Coach Rene Dreyfus, Dreyfus and, and Matt Peters. Peters. Ring the bell and let's, let's get, get it, it on. on. Good morning, Philippines. Did you see? Did you hear the I, news? What, what news? We're number five on the Apple Podcast top 200 list in the Philippines. Wow. Number five. Number five. That's fantastic. Well, hello to all our Filipino listeners. We appreciate it. And my friend John Balin, uh, amazing judo practitioner who also works with some of the guys fighting in 1FC, Team Lakai, 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 Lakai. Um, he's amazing. And shout out to all the students of John Balin, um, my good friend who used to beat the crap out of me. When How I was do we a say belt. thank you in, in Filipino? I, in Tagalog. Well, oh, one of the languages. I don't, I don't actually know. I just hey, know Siri. Salamat. Is that, is that right? How do I say thank you? All oh, right, I think mind. it's Salamat. She's, she's on, right? She's on, right? Ah, uh, doesn't matter. Thank you, in Philippines. <laughs> Tagalog. Tagalog. Please. <laughs> I apologize. But that's not the We're going to lose di- all of our. That's listeners. not the only dialect. The dialect they have there. Their language they have there. Why isn't it called Philippines? That sounds like a weird word. <laughs> Philippines. It sounds like a flower mixed well, with like. Well, it's also dirty. it's also like in 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 when Germans don't refer them to, to themselves as Germans, they refer them. To themselves as you know, Deutsch. You know, like so they don't call German German. You know, like when you refer to someone as their language, it's in your language, which has a lot of cultural baggage. Like the reason why China is called China is it has to do with like with the first time we anglified Chinese words or Japan uh, anglified Japan words and then turned them into our language. Like mm-hmm. J- Japan was actually the Portuguese version of the Chinese word for Japan, so it became Chapango. And then it became Jap- Japan, which is <laughs> nothing to like Nihon. So China is yeah. not China. Yeah, no, China's. What do they achu- call it? Uh, um, you know, I, I don't know. I have to say it in Chinese. Um, it's like Middle Kingdom, but I don't know how to read it in Chinese. But uh, it's like when people call Puerto Rico. It's not Puerto Rico. It's Puerto Rico. Yeah, well, that's just that's just that's you know just being yeah being able to be an extra. Be an extra. But also, like <laughs> the Philippines has multiple languages, as I understand. The main majority Isn't one is Tagalog. Very small group of islands. I mean, but I mean, it's yeah. it's quite populous, and also the thing is, it, like, look at England, which is also compared to the mm, rest of Europe, yeah. is not. But there's a tremendous amount of dialects. There used to be a lot of different languages mm-hmm. in different parts, like uh, there's uh, Welsh and things like that. So if you go back before modern times, if you were one um, hill over, you you would find a very different linguistic right. uh, uh, and, and cultural you know community, and that goes for every place around the world, uh, including Africa. Mm-hmm. We have one student and. Um, Ask him like how many languages you speak. He's like, well, actually, I speak nine languages. I'm like, holy crap! <laughs> you know, I speak this one, I speak this one, I speak this one. If you go over here, you got to speak this one, mm-hmm. and, uh, and they're very different, uh, supposedly. Anyway, but the same thing is true with martial arts. You know, like um, if you're from one part of Japan, you know, a lot of times your your techniques looked a certain way, and if you're another part of Japan, they looked another way because there was no cross pollination, and you know, distance back then was was tremendous. That's why I always say that you know, the the modern element of martial arts. One of the reasons why modern martial arts get so good is because we have the internet and YouTube and all these things to, to, to break across these geographic barriers. You teach technique and then five minutes later, a guy in Sweden knows it. You listen to the podcast. Someone in the Philippines is listening. They, they like make them think about something. You know, there's this Small massive, world. yeah, in, in this internationalization and, you know, it's the, for lack, you know, cliche, the world is becoming more flat and we're interacting much, much more mm-hmm. for, for, for better, for worse. But, but it, definitely in terms of martial arts, we are we are um, cross pollinating so much 
that it, it's fantastic and fascinating to mm-hmm. see the 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 you know the guy starts out with this move and moves on to this move, move this style this and this and and you can see that in in one FC this weekend or the UFC there's a tremendous variety of techniques you know mm-hmm. yeah did you did you see some of the big fights yeah yeah uh, boy Watterson yeah she got beat up yeah yeah but that was nothing compared to Crone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh boy! Um, but yeah, and Watterson, you know, and and let's let's talk about let's talk about um, let's go go through the list first. Let's talk about some the Mackenzie Dern. Did you see the Mackenzie Dern fight? I saw highlights of that. I didn't watch the whole. She thing. She got beat up too. Yeah. And and again, she's trying to clinch, not a lot of striking, and just getting picked off by a better striker. It's mm-hmm. very simple, you know. And then then Crone comes and he fights Cub, Cub Swanson, and I was watching it with some people, and they're like. You know, one of them was you know, a little more, you know, oriented to rooting for the jiu-jitsu guy, and another one was a little more oriented for ju- rooting against the jiu-jitsu guy. <laughs> and and you know, we saw the fight different ways, but but uh, we I think everybody can understand that Crone was completely outclassed in striking. And um, you know, I said it on the podcast when he was fighting in in um, in Pride. I'm not Pride in in Japan in Ryzen. I think it was Ryzen, right? It was Ryzen, one of the other promotions that there was on there, and he said if he doesn't. You know, improve his skills and learn how to clinch better. He's going to have a real problem. And mm-hmm. in his last fight against Caceres, he did clinch better, but he there was no um, really fundamental polishing of strikes that saw. It. And he was really put to the test. It was a test, and it showed that he is a more of a one-dimensional athlete. One, his jiu-jitsu is amazing. You can't take that away from him. But obviously, he couldn't get to where he needed to to, to get to, and. Um, and and his wrestling needs work, and his striking to set up his wrestling is not good. And he was really winging punches, which is one of the worst things. And he got a lot of damage. The funny thing is, he said after that fight that he felt he won because mm. he kept connecting with some like crappy overhands that Cub Swanson was allowing to happen, so he could counter. But Cub was was defending most of them. Um, it just shows that he really doesn't understand the striking game or what happened in that fight if he felt that he, he won it all. Mm-hmm. You know, like – and that's a problem. If you really went out of that fight and you felt you won, that is a problem. <laughs> that is a problem because you did not win. Yeah, look at that again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You need to like, you know, stop thinking the world is flat too. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, he thinks the world is flat. But anyway, he whatever. Yes, he thinks oh, the world is flat. And – um you know, I feel bad for him because, you know, it's the son of Hickson. There's a lot of, like, probably pressure on him. And I know the entire jiu-jitsu world was like, go crone, you know. And But the thing is, MMA is MMA. Now, absolutely, ground fighting and or such a submission fighting is an integral part of MMA. But it's not the only part. It's not the only part. And it has to be put together. You know, it's not like UFC 1 where they could just walk through these guys, you know. And um, you're not fighting people one-dimensional. So if you're one-dimensional and they are not, or even if you're like kind of two-dimensional but you don't have that wrestling base, you're going to have a tough day. And Crone's wrestling, his, his no-gi wrestling was, was not that – not not really where it should be. He was shooting from way far out and he wasn't setting them up with strikes and the striking mm-hmm. was poor. and He was too high up. He wasn't moving all – he was kind of like – you know, moving, and I think Cub, Cub Swanson though, like he really needed to win. You know, like he really needed to win. And I think he was he was thinking way back. He was having like a flashbacks to his um, fight with Brian Ortega, where he was kind of like winning, winning, and they got tapped out. <laughs> so he's like, he was really being conservative. And one of the persons I was watching was like, why isn't he putting the 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 the, the, the shebang, you know, bomb on? But I'm like, well, if he overcommits, he's afraid that he's going to get caught with something. Mm-hmm. You know, like 
Brian Ortega just jumped that guillotine and tapped him out, right? And so, you know, he was he was holding back, but he definitely won, but he was doing what he needed. Mm-hmm. And but I still think if he just laid out like he was like boom, like that's what some of the other people are gonna do, Cohen would have had an even worse day. You know, like it it was bad. He's just not prepared. It was sad to see too, because actually I, I like the kid. Mm-hmm. He's not a kid anymore in his thirties, but um if he does not improve, he will wash out of the UFC. And it is the fact that the UFC is the highest level of MMA, generally speaking, you know, all things being equal. I mean, obviously, there's some great fights, and 1FC had some really nice fights this weekend. But, you know, overall, you have the highest concentration of, of skilled fighters. And you have some not-so-skilled fighters, too, but you have the highest concentration of skilled fighters. And if he breaks into that top 10 echelon and he's not prepared, he's going to get really hurt. And this was just not – it was not a good time. You know, you have to get out. I tell people on the podcast all the time, if you're a Taekwondo guy, you should in- investigate wrestling and jiu-jitsu or you're a karate guy, you should do the same thing. If you're a Muay Thai guy, if you're a jiu-jitsu guy, you have to inv- investigate the striking arts, you know, like you really ha- – and the wrestling arts. And the key that puts them all together is upper body grappling and that has always been shooting, shooting in and taking guys down. And that brings us to um, – uh, uh, Michelle Waterston fight, which was a great fight. I thought it was a great fight, and she got beat mm-hmm. up. And she was shooting in kind of, you know, somewhat nicely. She was really trying to outgrapple Yuan. And I kind of thought that's what she did because she she didn't have the reach advantage. Yuana's a great striker. She kept hitting her, and really great. And let's be honest here, Yuana's a little bit better of a striker. So she's like picking her apart. So she's trying to grapple in. And some of the stuff Michelle did was really good. But Michelle, I don't know if you know, but she likes that over-the-head judo throw. And that was just not working mostly for her. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just not. I mean, it worked a little bit for a second. You know, for a second it did. Um, so she was trying to get a choke to yeah, back a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and um, and um, But she didn't have combinations in her. So she, she started out good. She started out good. But, she, you know, she's like, oh, I do my throw and it fails. Mm-hmm. Now, shoot, what do I do? <laughs> no, like any martial art, it's like. One doesn't work, go to two. Two doesn't work, go to three. Really, you should be fighting for this. Like jab, cross, hook in, in striking, obvious. You know, right hook, left low kick, you know, in Muay Thai. You know, like, boom. It's just simple combinations, but you have to, same in sh- wrestling. You go to the double, you go to the single, you go back to the double, you ride out. Like, this is what makes Khabib freaking amazing. It's just like you try one, he's on the other, he's on the other. And she didn't quite put the combinations together and frankly she's just outpowered Joanna's just a lot stronger mm-hmm. and technically good so you're dealing with someone who has technique very good defensive wrestling very good and knows what's up and you know Joanna almost tapped her out with a with a, a, a necktie mm-hmm. also Michelle did get the back and almost finish it but she didn't quite finish. So she has to work. Like when you get those opportunities, and this is true for anyone. So she did. She got it to the back. She did. But she got to the back a couple times. And this was really not that Michelle was so great. It's Michelle, Yuana's uh, 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 way of getting up. So, so Michelle would hit a takedown. Then Yuana would go to her knees, like kind of like the turtle position, and try to scramble up. Which if you're fast works. But in this case, it gave up her back. And maybe maybe the Michelle Waterson camp was prepared for this. preparing Because it looked like they really did it. She took her back like three times, I think. And had the choke three times and didn't finish any time. That being said, you wanted defense was good, but you have to have more combinations than that finish. When that when that chance comes, it's not going to come forever. Maybe even come once. You have to finish. You have to refine that the thing. And um, she 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 was really looking for that choke. I would like to have her done a Khabib. 
look for a neck crank. And she was not doing that. She was like really staying on the choke and trying to finish that choke. And then her arms got a little tired. Um, um, and then what I would say is if you're losing the position, don't get thrown off. You have to maintain top position. Um, but she did great. She did great. You know, I don't want to talk down to Michelle Waters. She did really great. It was just a very prepared, mostly prepared fighter. The only mistake I could see you want to make was that she gave up her back to get up. But then she did have good back defense. Um, and then she almost, like I said, she almost tapped out Waterson once too. And that's this is from striker who's not known for jiu-jitsu. I mean, she that there was a, a necktie, so she had that like kind of guillotine, but she was hooking the leg and she dove over, and it was tight. It mm-hmm. was tight. She did really well. I was both of them really impressive it was performance. A great fight. Yeah, great fight. So I liked watching uh, Waterson just hang off of her when they're against the key. Yeah, 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 yeah. Putting yeah. all her weight on her okay. and just like, hey, hold me. Yeah, 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 <laughs> and it was it was impressive. She did that like a few times too, yeah. you know. Um, I'm so close, yeah, you know. Um, but obviously, Joanna's not the you know ex champion for a reason. Yeah. She, she, you know, she's, yeah, yeah, she's the ex champion for a reason. I mean, she, you know, she she's good. She was really prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the but going out with the UFC, that was great. We you saw one right. Uh, the only fight I watched was the Demetrius, Johnson. which is amazing. Which it was, was on like a clinic. Like, oh, it was so good. So much like movement and yes. technicality. That's what I'm talking about. It was like he would shoot and he would be like a double and then he'd, he'd turn it to a knee tap yeah. and it almost looked like the guy fell over. It almost looked like a work. <laughs> you see that one takedown where it looked like like the guy just fell? But because he shot in one angle, then pulled the knee the other and the guy just fell. But that's that's yeah. combinations. And it was so aggressive too. Like yeah. the entire fight he was coming. Every single moment. It was just he never gave up. Yeah. Such a, putting the pressure on the entire time. Uh, he, he punched him in the head once as the guy's like turning around walking away. Did you see that punch? No, no, no. Like I he didn't just see it. did like the guy almost went down to the ground. It was really cool. Oh, oh, was Johnson it? Was it like because there's a break or no, no, like, like they, they were like clinching and then broke up. I broke and up then, and then uh, he hit him. The guy like he almost turned around, like walked away from him. Oh. And Johnson just hit him in the back of the head. Did, I saw him throw up a kick. Yeah. Did you see the one where he threw up the kick and it was like the guy was walking away and breaking the grip and he brought his leg up and kicked him in yeah. the head? Demetrius Johnson is amazing. What, what what I'm surprised is that he didn't finish him. That guy that guy being good yeah. though. Um um uh I mean King Kingade is his name. Um and he's from Philippines. The Filipino fighters are really coming out. Now, yes, is there a drop off in the overall one FC? Like the the level is not the same level as the UFC. There was another fight, Angela Hill. I'm sorry, Angela Lee versus um, the Chinese champion. That was actually a good fight. You know, not the UFC level, but a really, really good fight. Mm-hmm. And Angela Lee was losing the whole most of the fight, really losing, really, really like. And she 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 lost to this girl once before, and the girl is picking her apart and striking with clean boxing. And, and Angela Lee's hands are a little bit open, kind of like this. And I think it's because she maybe trains with tie boxing gloves, you know, boxing gloves. She's a little bit open. She just can't get a hit with much more precise boxing. And in 15 seconds left, or actually less, 13 seconds left, the fight is going to end. She's going to lose. She takes her back and chokes her out. Oh, wow. And, like, that's what that's what Michelle Waters is. This kind of finish where it's like, and just, you know, like, everything in it, boom. You know, like, it was done. Wow. I was... I was really impressed. UFC level, not quite, but still, you know, for like a triple A league, amazing fight, absolutely amazing. Yeah. Two tremendous warriors. There was no quit whatsoever. It was their hundredth uh, event, so they're still what FC's hundredth event. Yeah, wow. it was their their century. They had a whole thing about it. Like really, one hundred events. So they're compared to UFC, which does an event every every three days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, they're but, on, 
they they this one was in Japan, and and one FC has a relationship around with Shuto, which is a grassroots Japanese organization, and you can tell they're trying to position themselves as the UFC, not just of Asia, but like the almost like the second coming of Pride, but with a little bit more. Um, professionalism, unfortunately, Pride. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah. but Pride had you know like steroid issues and also sure. issues with you know, f- yeah, exactly, the, yeah, <laughs> things like that. And and what I like about what I see is is that the as far as I can tell, the any fight I've ever seen, the refereeing and the judging were completely unbiased. They're really training their um, their people to to be to be fair, and and a lot of other promotions don't have that. You know, even the UFC. You know, obviously it's commissions, but you see, like, you know, the, you know, fight fight happens in Ireland, so the Irish commission, you know, is a little bit more biased towards the Irish fighter. Obviously, you can't get rid of that completely, or the the fight happens. Any robots? Yeah, right. You know, but but I'll tell you, it's funny you say robots, but there's the CompuStat. There should be like, like if there's this much division just in CompuStat, there should be like some. Like thing that you cannot. So if the, the guy outstruck the guy twenty times more during the round, you 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 can't give you can't give a tie. Mm. You know, like something some rule like that where there's some data behind. Like okay, you could give a ten nine if there's like you know thirty strike difference or you know ten eight obviously, uh, but you can't give a ten ten. Mm. You know because it's not because that happens all the time where one guy outstrikes another and like like t- tremendous more insignificant strikes and then. Some ref goes, no, this round I scored as a tie. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know? And, and you know, um, anyway, there has to be some algorithm behind it. Right. That, you know, they do that for the Olympics now. It's like if there's this, for some sports, there's an algorithm. You cannot score this. Like, you know, for I think it was there was a big sk- scandal in um, ice dancing or ice skating or gym, right? And then they found it was all corrupt. So they said if they do this amount of things, you, this is the minimum score you can give mm-hmm. them. But there's also a problem with how UFC is judged and all that. But anyway, we'll get into that. You can't fix it. Yeah, we're yeah. only we're only human. We're only human. We'll do For now. But but one FC is really great show. Yeah. A lot of theatrics that UFC doesn't have, like like fireworks and things like that. Mm-hmm. But it was nice. It was also mostly respectful. The funny thing is, <laughs> you know, the one FC does not like trash talking. Right, they do not like it. But the Angela Lee uh, fight, and I forgot the the the, the opponent's name, Chinese Chinese fighter. Um, shoot. Um, I was I got her confused with someone else, but um, but she was like, I um, uh, she got very close to trash talking. <laughs> it was like her pre-fight thing was like, you know, um, um, you know, I, I'm gonna go down to her weight class and show her that, you know, she's completely delusional or something like that. You know, like it was like, oh, like whoa, this is like getting whoa. a little trash talking for you, one FC. You know, yeah. she's being very aggressive. But then the Chinese fighter wound up losing, and and um, Demetrius Johnson fight was really good, and they had another fight, which is actually Angelie's brother, uh, which was okay. It was okay. It wasn't. It was. It was again a triple triple A kind of fight, but he he fought hard, and um, um, yeah, it was it was fine. But but the production value, the overall, the way the the thing went was great. And I heard one FC's coming to to America, so I think it's it's great. Okay. Yeah, but um, you know uh. This is this is my recap of the fight. It was a good weekend. Yeah, the one thing I, you know that that fighters have to understand them. MMA is MMA, and you need a variety of skill sets. And if you think you're going to come in one dimensionally, it's bad. And and you know when the GFCs first happened, the strikers were like, "Why aren't people striking with us?" Well, the jiu-jitsu guys and the wrestlers were like, "We're not going to strike with you. We will not accept that strikers' agreement." Mm-hmm. Well, now 
you know, the jiu-jitsu guys are like, well, why won't you do grappling with us? <laughs> the strike's like, no, we're, we're going <laughs> to sprawl and we're not going to accept the agreement. And unless you have a significant strategy of how to defeat, how to, how to, how to wrestle and how to set the wrestling up with strikes – and level changes, you know, wind up with Ronda Rousey problem where you try to come in and you get punched in the face. And unless you can come in technically, you'll have a problem. Crone had that. Ronda Rousey had it. Crone had it. Mackenzie Dern had it. And Michelle Waterston did not. She came in well. But she then she had to finish better with the wrestling. Uh, other than her back taking. Back take was good. But you have to be able to like, you know, finish those takedowns a little bit more with combinations. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's my, my take on that. So uh, I can't remember who won the bet. But what, we had a bet. Yeah. Oh, okay. Did what? I can't what do we remember what the terms were? I can't remember who picked who. <laughs> I can't remember either. I have to go back to the thing. Did I? Did I just take Waterson out of like? You know, I, I knew Giardi was going to win. But yeah, I, yeah. You probably gave her up. Yeah. Just because I'll crazy. take the L. I'll take the L. Oh boy. Yeah, I'll take it. I won. Now you got to go give me a bubble tea. Oh. Okay. Well, thank you. You're welcome. I just did. <laughs> But it's always fun to bet. It's always fun to bet. It is. It makes it more yeah. interesting. Uh, we got another UFC event coming up on October 18th. Mm. Uh, Dominic Reyes and Chris Weidman are the main event. Yeah. Yair Rodriguez and Jeremy Stevens are co-main event. Oh, that's interesting. Interesting. Into like look real matchup. See if Weidman can kind of put it together again. You know, he's had a little rough yeah. going, you know. Um, I'm interested to see TV how TV comes goes. back and Reyes is coming up. It's a, yeah, up-and-comer versus the – Steady champion. And then we have a big one after that, right? There's a real Rodriguez and Jeremy Stevens. What's the one, the event after that? That's a big oh, one. Oh, after that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we got a fight night with Damian Maya. And Ben, ben Askren. Askren. Yes, that's an interesting one. And I, I actually, I will take Damian Maya on that one. Are I you will. sure? I am sure. Have you talked to him recently? I have not. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> But I'm really hoping he does it, and then he retires, and he has a good life. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, because he was talking about it, retiring. Oh, you know? yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a trash talk. I mean, he, oh, he's yeah. 41 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like one or two more fights or something like that. I hope he goes out with a spectacular and has a good career. I mean- this, the other thing, I think Ben Askins really- You know, Ben Askins kind of, again, a little bit- You know, he gave himself a black belt in jiu-jitsu. <laughs> he gave it to himself, which he can't do. But I think he really thinks his jiu-jitsu is a lot better than it is. Mm. And, and it's not like he can't grapple, but- He's not foundationally sound in some grappling positions. He's more like what we would call catch wrestling and and not like straight jiu-jitsu. Yeah. And, you know, this some listeners really like the catch wrestling background. But the, the thing is when you have a very sound positional control strategy, you're, you're going to do well. And Damian Maia on the ground is very, very significantly skilled. I think gra- Askren will grapple with him and, and not, not do well. Mm-hmm. I, at least I, I kind of hope that too because I'm not a big fan of Askren. And – uh, and you don't give yourself a black belt in jiu-jitsu. But then again, you know, it might be like when two grapplers fight, sometimes it's like it cancels out and they just they just strike each other. <laughs> well, I'm going to go to Jiu-Jitsu Penny now and buy a black belt. Um, it's going to be reversible, so it'll have brown on the on the other side, just in case I change my shoes. You should, you should get one of those, like, silk ones that the old, like, you know, traditional martial art guys have. It's, like, super silk and it looks nice. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Does it sell us at JC or I got to go to, like, Macy's? You got to order it. You got to order it. Yeah, yeah this, it's like, it's it has be embroidery and It's got to be blessed by somebody. <laughs> I get the You know, you know, it's funny, but actually, I know a Muay Thai guy where they, you know, Muay Thai, they wear the head headgear, the, uh-huh. the, not headgear, but the, the head piece. It's called a Mong Kong. And it's this thing they wrap around and has a tassel at the end and it has some significance. And, and I think, the, I believe those are blessed by their Buddhist priests and things like this. So, you know, you'd be surprised that that, that does exist. You, you know? hear about those uh, shoes that sold for $3,000? Holy, holy water. Oh, my God. Oh, holy moly. What a joke. <laughs> All right. 
Uh, quick one today. Oh, but speaking of that, did yeah. you hear? But the guy broke the two-hour um, thing on for 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 he's got the fastest um, uh, marathon time. This is just for any with sport. This is amazing. Shoes? No, not with holy water. Hold on, let me pull it up. Um, it's the first sub um, uh, two-hour mile of uh, a two, sub two-hour marathon. Uh, Elliot Kipchoge uh, is he's from Kenya and he smashes the two-hour marathon barrier. This is this is a moment where it's a watershed moment. Revolution. Yeah, there was you know a barrister who did the you know the two minute mile. This is the first sub two hour marathon. That's amazing. Wow. That is unreal. How many miles is a marathon? More than two. Yeah, twenty seven, twenty six, twenty seven, something like that. Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, another two hours. I, when I was training for my fight, I would I was a neighbor. He lived in the apartment next door, and he was a uh, like a marathon runner. I mean marathons like like this, right? And I would be doing my road work with him, and I'm like I'm I would only do like a mile, you know, or you know, depend on the day, the mile, two miles, sometimes three, but usually just short distance. This guy is running every day is running like minimum twelve miles. On his final mile, he was faster than when I started out. I'm like, what the hell? How was you? How are you so freaking fast? You know, like you don't think these marathon guys were fast, and then you run with them, and you're like, I am just starting out on my first lap, and you're on your like, you know, whatever lap. You're you're hitting your end, and you're running way faster than me. I was like embarrassed, but they're, Talk they're about robots. Amazing. Check that guy out. Yeah, he's got robot legs. But that's it. So I that's will. It. We have some great guests coming up um, next week. We have uh, some really wonderful guests visiting us from from uh, the UK. And uh, some really excited. We have some really cool people coming up. So, we'll that's our recap for the fights. And um, thanks, Philippines. Yes. And we'll see and you, uh, yeah, yeah. Next week. See you next week. All right. Bye bye.